Producer Michael Miracle here, and before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to quickly invite you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Being a part of the nation is all about being Jesus in your workplace, because you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. So, head to our website, iworkforhim.com, and click on the nation flag, then prayerfully consider joining the nation. We'd love for you to join us in this workplace movement. Thanks again for listening. Here's today's podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Thanks so much for tuning in to I Work For Him today as we broadcast across the nation on so many different places. As you hear the show, I ask you just a couple of things. I don't do this very often, but number one, check us out on the web. Lots of resources on our website, iworkforhim.com. Most of the time I spend the the show plugging the ministries that we're talking about, but iworkforhim.com is the place to go to find out how you can get involved with our ministry. Also on our Facebook page, we need to show you as followers. That helps us get more sponsors for the show. Go out to Facebook, find I Work For Him, and like our page. So here's the question for today. Bringing our faith to work involves a serious shift in our paradigm. It's not a question, that's a statement. We talk about that all the time. Romans 12.2 says, if we really believe, well, it says, what's it say? Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. If you really believe the how and the why behind the changing the way we think, how does this come about? How does this changing come about? God's going to bring about the change, but how can you be better prepared? What can you do to be better prepared to be a change agent? Where can you go to learn about being an agent of change and be better prepared? How about the Change Agent Network? Today, Oz Hillman, longtime friend of I Work For Him, the man whose ministry impacted my life almost 12 years ago and caused me to realize that my faith should be impacting my work. Oz Hillman's going to come out to talk about his change agent network and the marketplace leaders, his ministry, as they roll out a brand new change agent website. Oz Hillman, welcome back to I Work For Him. Jim, how are you doing? So good to be on your program again. Well, thanks, hear Oz. Your voice. It's always great to talk to you. It's always great to be able to talk to you. Really, as one of my spiritual mentors, even though you didn't know you were mentoring me, you were mentoring me and a couple hundred thousand other people. Uh, it is it's great to talk to you. You said in your text right before the show, you're traveling somewhere today. I hope you're traveling from somewhere gorgeous back to Atlanta. Well, I'm traveling back from doing a four-hour uh, video shoot with a, another leader in the body of Christ, and uh, it was all about workplace and health, so <laughs> it'll be a good thing. <laughs> I, I can't wait to share. Workplace and hell, is that what you said? No, health. <laughs> oh, health. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks for the clarification. I'm like, wow, wow, we're having a rough day today. Workplace. Well, that video that ought would to be, be something. <laughs> well, I suppose, I don't know, I just got to, yeah, okay, we're, I'm not even going to go there. All right, listen, you've been involved in the faith and work movement for, for over 20 years. What have you seen the Lord do in our country that now helps Christ followers connect their faith in the work. You've seen a lot of changes. What's one thing that stands out that is helping Christ followers connect their faith and their work, connect what they hear on Sunday with what they do in their 9 to 5? Well, you know, Jim, I think we began to see the Spirit of God move in uh, men and women in the workplace in the 90s, where they were beginning to understand, and it seemed like God was speaking to a number of people at that time in leadership and birthing things at that time. But I think it was an awareness of uh, our work being 
uh, spiritual, not just a place to collect a check. And that simple truth began to impact people in a lot of different ways. We began to see people like Billy Graham and and uh, uh, Ed Silvoso and and many Christian leaders say, you know, there there seems like there's a a move of God going on in the workplace. And I, I would often get called and say, could you help us understand what this is about? And then uh, I'd have pastors ask me about it. And so it's clear that um, this uh, this truth of helping us understand that all of life is spiritual, and especially where we spend 60 to 70 percent of our hours, that God wants to manifest his presence and power in that very area. And so that's you know, been my message for 20 years and, and uh, just helping men and women go deeper with that understanding. Well, I think really part of the deal is it, it, it you know, I, I'm going to just, I'm gonna just question the word so I can make sure we flesh it out a little bit. When you say helping God to manifest his presence in our workplace, but God is right by our sides as Christ followers. He, he promises never to leave us or forsake us, but it's us, as, it's us as Christ followers going, Hey, wait a minute. You mean God's right here? He's here in my work? And I don't know if manifest his presence means this, but helping me to realize that God is there with me in my work. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Okay. I I, I I know it's a big fancy word. I'm a simple guy. So sometimes I just have to flesh it out so I make sure everybody else, if if I'm struggling, I'd like to make sure everybody else understands. We're talking today with Oz Hillman. From the Change Agent Network and Marketplace Leaders, I would like you to check out the Change Agent Network. Go to the website, mychangeagentnetwork.com. There is so much we're going to talk about today and how this can help you be a change agent in your workplace. And really, what does it mean to be a change agent? Maybe that's what we should talk about, Oz. You realized years ago the people needed training to help. Your, your TGIF devotionals, which still go out today, Today God is First, they still go out all over the world. But you realize that people needed more meat, more stuff in order to be able to equip them to be a change agent in their workplace, in their sphere of influence. How did you come up with the idea of this Change Agent Network? Well, as so often things happen, it comes out of a need that was expressed. Um, I was, uh, you know, sending out the devotional, todaygodisfirst.com, which uh, that is what you got introduced to. And and so as people would uh, read that and they would uh, inquire about whether I had a mentoring or coaching program for you know, that they could be a part of, and I didn't have such a thing. And so as I began to think about that, I, I really feel like my gifting is, is teaching and equipping. So I felt like maybe instead of just the one-on-one coaching part of that, I could create something that would really serve people. And so that's where the Change Agent Network came up. And so what we did was we created this website. It's an online learning platform, if you will, where they can go and, and learn at their, you know, whenever they want to. But there's loads of uh, video uh, PowerPoint courses. There's uh, something called case studies. There's over 200 interviews with leaders I've done and, and uh, a weekly newsletter we send out and a monthly call with people. So it's, a, it's sort of a form of mentoring, but it's, it's more of equipping and training. Well, and, and, you know, you wrote your book, Change Agent. And then you came out with the website, mychangeagentnetwork.com. These two tools really help me as a Christ follower in the workplace to understand that God has equipped me very uniquely to impact a certain part of culture, 
to and in your book the change agent in the book change agent that you came out with you talked about these seven mountains of cultural influence most of us don't walk around thinking well i've got influence within a cultural mountain i, I never thought about yeah. that i mean where did that whole idea come from and who broke it up into seven well it actually came about from lauren cunningham and bill bright back in 1975 uh, they met each other for the first time, and it just so happened that the Lord spoke to each of them about these seven areas, that uh, these were the areas that most define culture, and that it you can define culture with as little as 3 to 5% of a leadership at the top of one of these cultural mountains, which is business, government, arts and entertainment, media, education, the family, uh, and the church. And so these areas are what a lot of people, uh, you know, their values and the, the beliefs they form come from these areas. So if you can have influence at the top of these areas, then you're going to have a chance of shifting people's viewpoint. And of course, the, the best example of that is, is when we look at um, the gay rights movement, that's exactly what happened. You had 3 to 5% of a population uh, really gaining leadership in the arts and entertainment, in media, in education, and they began to shift the public's view of that issue. And that's uh, that's how it can happen. Well, and, and when you look at the influence, most of us don't think of ourselves as cultural influencers, yet each one of us does have an impact on our culture. Sometimes it's not very big, and sometimes it is big. But, the, right. but the Lord assigns that amount of influence, but to recognize that we have some influence, that we have people. I mean, everyone is a leader— as Ford Taylor would say, everyone's a leader if they have influence over one person. And almost all of us have influence over one person. Listen, if you've ever wondered, is there a resource out there for me? The average person, I'm not a CEO, I'm not a, I'm not a business owner, I'm just a dude or a dudette or a mister or miss or whatever position you are. No matter what you do, you have influence over other people. But how do you learn... Well, how do you learn to be intentional with this? How do you learn to be a change agent? All right, so let's talk about MyChangeAgentNetwork.com. You just rolled out this brand new site. It is filled with unbelievable resources. As I as I scrolled through, I thought, I just need a couple, two, three days to be able to look at everything because there's so much out there. But literally, somebody could invest a half an hour a day for probably a year, and it would take that long to see all the resources that are out there, and you probably have added new ones since then. Well, we're adding things every week, and, uh, you know, I love what we've done with the website because there's in-depth teaching, but there's also uh, case studies where we profile different people throughout history who have really made a difference, who I really uh, consider change agents, you know, and that we call that our case study area. We've got people in there like Jeremiah Lanthier and William Wilberforce, Martin Luther, and just a host of others. Uh, we even just uh, loaded uh, this week uh, a woman from uh, American Express who started uh, hmm. a faith-based group for public companies, and she's been a catalyst in American Express and other companies. So we're trying to put things there that will help the person in the workplace understand, okay, I understand I'm supposed to be a change agent, but what does that look like? 
and you know, it's it's great if you can see some modeling of that. Well, and, and it is great, and that's what I love about it. You mentioned the American Express lady. I know who you're talking about. The cool part is she's been able to start a, a, a group, uh, an employee affinity group that's making a huge impact, but they won't let her talk about it on the radio. <laughs> so we just talked about it for her. <laughs> ah, okay, that was my evil laugh. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I just, oh boy. Okay. All right, step down. Martha's going to call into the show and go, Jim, that's not good. All right, so it's got online courses. What kind of topics that are out there? What, what kind of stuff can people expect in the courses that they get to go through? Well, we've got our 20-part change agent video course that's there that, uh, you know, is probably our most popular course it really gets into everything and then how to hear god in the workplace um the seven cultural mountains receiving your inheritance uh even things like mother-son bonding you know how uh the effects of childhood can happen my wife and i did a a session on overcoming childhood wounds Mm. so we get into every aspect of walking with god you know so that uh, even a course uh, called Overcoming Hindrances. So there's uh, 28 different courses on there right now. We'll be adding more. And as I say, we've got about uh, 100 and close to 190, I believe, interviews with uh, major leaders like Ken Blanchard and, and uh, Henry Blackaby and people that, uh, you know, will help people in the practical side of living out their faith in their working life. Well, and what's cool is also as part of being part of the MyChangeAgentNetwork.com, people will get invited to teleseminars that you do and webinars that you do where people can find out more. I mean, you get you have in-depth stuff almost every week that people can join in on. They get they get discounted deals on stuff that you're selling off the website. I mean, there's there's all kinds of side benefits to MyChangeAgentNetwork that you didn't even talk about yet. Well, that's right. And, you know, uh, the, the course that I just... Uh... I just videotaped this morning will be up in the Change Agent Network within a few weeks. Um, so we're constantly looking for uh, things to put in there. And it's not just me. Uh, we have other leaders like Ford Taylor. That I think you've had him on your show. You bet. Uh, transformational Leadership. And um, uh, Lance Walnow, uh, who uh, talks a great deal about the Seven Culture Mountains, and Doug Spada with uh, his church at work. And so, uh, you know, we've, we've tried to make it a, a place where people can go and get encouraged and learn and grow. And, uh, and you know, we try to do a monthly call with our members so that they can connect with each other. And, uh, you know, to me, it's a little bit like, you know, I really like the model of William Wilberforce who had you know, 14 or 18 individuals he walked with, and they learned and grew, grew together and had 69 world-changing initiatives when they began to leverage uh, things together. And I think that's what this is all about. Uh, you know, can we come together in a place and grow together and and really become all God wants us to be? Well, and you talk about the multiplying effect, and you look at what Will, you know, Mr. Wilberforce did, I mean, in ending slavery in modern times. I mean, he, it was incredible what he did. You've created a network of change agents, people that are intentionally living as change agents, and you've asked one of them to join us today. We've got Ron Hart on the line. Why don't you introduce Ron to our I Work For Him audience? Well, Ron's been a longtime friend and uh, has taken on leadership himself in this area of faith at work, and uh, he's out in California, 
and uh, he's been a member of the Change Agent Network for a number of years, and he's, he's a great sounding board for me to be able to help uh, me understand, you know, you know, how's the network happening. He gives me ideas on and feedback, and so he's a he's a great change agent himself. Ron Hart, welcome to I Work for him. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Glad to, uh, to, to be here in Southern California here. Well, and it's always great to hear a Christ follower out of Southern California. We love to hear that. <laughs> we love to hear the Lord is moving all over the country, and especially in Southern California. Ron, there talk talk to me about how your faith, how did you first get the idea? I'm going to go a little off track for you for just a second. How did you first get the idea that your faith should be impacting your work? Who told you that? Well, like you, Jim, I plugged into the TGIF uh, emails a long time ago with Oz, and I've always I've always had that, that call that I'm a second-class Christian because I'm not a missionary or a pastor, and Oz just kept, he's reading my mail like it kept getting those emails, and I go, this guy's the kind of guy I want to follow. And it just started releasing me, and, hey, God made me for good works before the world was born. So I just started stepping into that, and I had I had a job where I could work and listen at the same time, so I always had an earphone in my ear, and they used to kind of call me the narc, but I was always listening to what I call the University on Wheels. I was just always feeding myself with the, the teachings that Oz was doing and the unity there, so I figured out that uh, there's no separation between secular and sacred, that uh, even if I was a mechanic and I was a school teacher taught auto shop, that I was a I was a pastor in all of those situations. If I was a manager of a shop, all those people were were in my church, and I got to uh, just be a light. So we just won the right to be heard just by the way we do life. And, and being a change agent is awesome. It's such a transformational experience when you all of a sudden understand. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was just writing about it in a blog yesterday that I had. I was enrolled. In seminary, because when I committed my life to Christ, I committed to full-time Christian ministry, and I thought when I graduated from college, I, I loved ministry. I figured, that means i got to go to seminary. If I'm going to be a full-time Christian ministry, i got to be in seminary. And the Lord sent our, my senior pastor of our church to Martha and I and said, Jim, seriously, you could never be a pastor. You could never handle having 400 bosses. Don't go to seminary. And he said, <laughs> and he said you, you know what, Jim, just go ahead, be a lay person. We always need those volunteers within the church. And what's hilarious is there is no such word as laity or clergy in the scriptures. It's not biblical. But he didn't understand it, and I didn't understand it. So I thought, well, okay, he's the pastor. I'll just go do, I'll just be a volunteer. I'll work hard so I can volunteer. Nobody made that connection. And oh, man, I wasted another 20 years until I got Oz's email. It just, it's just terrible. So you were a mechanic when you started getting these emails. Teach an auto shop, or did you have your own shop? Yep. I did all of those. I've been in, in transportation for 35 years, retired now, but I taught high school for uh, 15 years, and I had my own shop for 10, and I ended up working at the university in their transportation department. So, Ron Hart, what made you join the Change Agent Network, which we found online at mychangeagentnetwork.com, mychangeagentnetwork.com? What made you decide, boy, I want to be more intentional. I'm going to join the Change Agent Network. I, I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, Jim. It's uh, like having a mentor uh, access 24-7 and all the teaching that Oz has done, and I've I've been to so many seminars with him and hosted seminars with him that I always learn something, but 
he's on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. We have different times and we have different schedules. Uh, I enjoy being on the call, you know, once a month where we have access to actually just, just talk there. But the whole thing is, is it's available anytime, any place, anywhere in the world. So you can just go into these courses like what well, I've done, the change agent course right online there and gone through it. And I've taught that in some small groups. So it's just so available. It's just a resource that, you know, you, I just can't say enough about it. It's well, great. talk to me about, and talk to the I Work For Him audience. And Oz, don't worry, I'm going to ask you a question. I know you're being patient. But you probably <laughs> want to ask Ron. No, question. I love hearing this. Okay. So talk to you, Ron. How, um, first of all, are you married or a single guy? Been married 46 years. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. How did being a change agent and understanding that your faith should, was connected, interlaced with your work, how did that impact your home life? How did that impact your marriage? Uh, big time, because it all works through your identity in Christ and who God, Christ, how he created you with an identity. So it makes me be a leader at home also. Like I said, there's no separation we are an integrated spiritual body that lives in the physical world. So it's all integrated together. So it just helps in all those aspects. Okay, so now I got a loaded question, and don't get mad at me, but you just said a few <laughs> minutes ago that you're now retired. Mm-hmm. Where did you read that in the scriptures? <laughs> well, as a, well, as a change, as a change <laughs> agent. Believe me, he's not retired. <laughs> My, my my wife says I wish you'd go back to work because I'm retired so I can do what God tells me to do when he tells me to do it and I'm free to do it. So that's that's how I define retirement. I like that. So you're still a change agent, you're doing it without a paycheck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. I like that. That's great. I just wanna I mean there's a desperate cry out there and I'm saying that we've got a lot of listeners that are what I call I retire for him listeners and they desperately wanna know, hey, I'm no longer getting paid. What's the next phase for me? How do I take what I know and invest it? And there are the generations are out there. They desperately need mentors. All right, we're talking today about MyChangeAgentNetwork.com. We've got Oz Hillman on the line. That's his organization, but we've got a change agent, a live change agent, right out of Southern California. We've got Ron Hart. Oz, how cool was it to hear Ron's story and hear how your devotional, I mean, I know you know that your devotional has impacted hundreds of thousands of people, but it's really cool to hear their story and to hear how they just wanted to be infused and mentored with Oz Hillman in their head. How cool is it to hear that? Well, it's very humbling and it's uh, so rewarding to see that God can use anybody, you know, anybody. In fact, I I often uh, tell um, people in my workshops, I say, you know, God loves to work through weakness, you know, and I barely got out of English class and here I've just finishing my 18th book, God has a real sense of humor. He, uh, <laughs> yes, he, he likes to he likes to use weak vessels, and uh, but when you see God, uh, you know, use your life, it's it's really uh, very rewarding and humbling at the same time. It, it really, it really is. I like to say, you know, you said weak vessels. I like to say cracked pots. So that's just my, <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I feel some days about myself. Ron, when you look at the number one impact of being a member of the Change Agent Network, the investment that you make on a monthly basis to be a member, what, is, what, do, what would you say is your number one impact? Encouragement. You know, uh, Oz uses encouragement and equipping and, you know, those kind of words. And 
a lot of times as Christians out there in the workplace, we feel isolated and alone. So it, you're coming into a community, you know, it has places where you can form little groups and talk back and forth and text back and forth, that type of thing. So encouragement would be the main thing that I would say I've received from the change agent. So speak to, last question for you, Ron, and I'll let you go. Speak to those people listening today as to, number one, why they should become a member of MyChangeAgentNetwork.com. And number two, speak a word of encouragement to them. You're a guy that that taught, you've been a mechanic, you've been serving the transportation industry, as you said, for a very long time, and now you're just allowing the Lord to lead you and guide you through those phase three, because you're not in halftime. You're in phase three, this post-daily-getting-a-paycheck post job. So speak to those two things. Number one, why should they become an, a member of the MyChangeAgentNetwork.com? And number two, just speak a word of encouragement to those people that are going, hey, I'm quote-unquote retired, but we're not going to say that word here on the air. I retire for him. What am I supposed to do? Well, I think one of the biggest things that Oz has right at the beginning is, why did God create you? And most of us don't even ask that question, and if we do ask that question, we come up like, duh, you know, we're the deer in the headlights. And and Oz just walks you right through that, and, and to come up with purpose, you know, God created me for a purpose. So when you're involved in a change agent, you're going to hear this. You can have a whole new vocabulary, like you were mentioning before. Layperson is not in the vocabulary, and full-time ministry is not in the vocabulary. Right. We're all in full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why I would say, come into this community. You're going to get encouraged. And I would say to anybody that, and, and Oz has a free version where you can come in and test drive this and see see what's there, and it will definitely uh, get your licking your chops and say, there's there's more here, I want to go for it, and then you can come up into the, the full-time me- membership. So I just encourage people, come and find out what God created you for, and Oz is an awesome guide to help you find that. All right, your last words have got to be to those that are listening that are part of the I Retire For Him crowd that's listening out there. Speak to them about how God is using you in your retirement. Oh, well, we need another program for that. Well, we can do that later, but right now you got about 30 <laughs> seconds, so... No, well, I'm just involved in unifying the church, and uh, not just churches, but parachurches and ministries to serve our community, to win the right to be heard, to know that we're not trying to beat them over the head with the, the Bible, but we're trying to serve them, and, and, and you'll hear this in the change agent, we're, we're solution people, we're coming in and we want to help. Well, keep investing your life in others. Ron Hart, thanks for calling in from Southern California, a sunny spot out there in the in the West. We're so yeah. grateful to have you as part of the Change Agent Network and for being on iWork for him today. Thank you much. Be blessed. Thanks. Oz, how cool is it? What's your favorite part of working with Change Agent Network members? Well, I think just uh, seeing lives changed and uh, moving from one place to another place and Hearing stories, I had a story the other day of uh, a guy that um, he actually had invited me to Trinidad to speak to a 22-island nation um, conference. Uh, This was over 10 years ago, but last year he told me, you know, he had an update to some of the testimonies from, you know, even that time that I was there that he had uh, met two lawyers who were now on the Supreme Court in Trinidad fighting the uh, movement toward legalizing abortion. And they came up to him and said, do you remember that conference you had in which you had Oz Hillman speak? My whole paradigm of work and faith changed after hearing that. 
And so here it was 10 years after uh, hearing how, you know, seed got planted and now it's uh, being used to actually impact the Supreme Court of a nation. And that, wow, that's got to overwhelm you when you when you realize, wow, I was given that kind of privilege. And the Lord used that. You didn't know that when you were speaking. The Lord used that, and he, and he multiplied it. That was one of those seeds where you planted it, and it multiplied a hundred and maybe a thousand mm-hmm. times. I mean, that's really yeah. cool stuff. That, I mean, that's just awesome. How often do you get a chance to interact either via email or in phone conversations with members that are part of the Change Agent Network? Well, quite often, uh, people are emailing me all the time, but we we do have, um, every time you take one of the courses, uh, you can comment about it, and so you can read their comments below uh, after someone goes through the course, and that's a great feature because it allows you to kind of get a feel for what the other members are feeling about the course, and um, and you can give feedback to to us, and so it's a it's a great uh, great tool. Well, and when you look at the information that's out there, the, the wealth of information that's out there, hundreds of testimonials and courses and case studies and teleseminars and webinars, you get all this stuff out there. You know, a lot of people, if they were going to get a master's degree in faith and work, would spend thousands and thousands and tens of thousands, really tens of thousands of dollars. There's a nominal fee that you charge to be a member of the Change Agent Network, but you get people a chance to really check it out and say, okay, this is something I want access to. How how do people become a member of MyChangeAgentNetwork.com? Well, you can do it two ways. You can come on and just try it for free, and uh, that gives you access to about 15% of the site. You get access to all the case studies for free. But the what we call the premium membership is $47 a month, and there's no long-term commitment. You can go on there and take every course on the whole thing in one month and get off if you want. Uh, but because we're adding new things every week, you know, there's never staleness on the site. So we're constantly adding new people and new courses. And uh, so, uh, yeah, if they just go on MyChangeAgentNetwork.com, they can... Uh, they can try it out and, um, and uh, you know, see if they like it. So people can go online to MyChangeAgentNetwork.com, get a trial membership, get a, little, get a little taste of it. What kind of feedback, for the people that go full board, they get the whole heart, the, the big membership, $47 a month, the impact, the access to all of this stuff, what kind of feedback do you get from people when they, when they start to explore the depths of what you're offering out there about faith and work and inter- interspersing everything about making them, equipping them to be a change agent in their part and in their influence and culture? Well, it's great to see the testimonies that come in. I, I think of one woman named Esther from Singapore. She's I've never seen her picture. I've just talked to her on the phone because she'll call in in our monthly call from Singapore. And she has a high-level position there in Singapore, and uh, just uh, she gives a great testimony of how the Change Agent Network has helped her. And I get uh, letters like that from people about, you know, how they were able to uh, navigate through certain things because of the what they learned on the Change Agent Network. So when we're talking today with Oz Hillman from MyChangeAgentNetwork.com, MyChangeAgentNetwork.com. This is absolutely, and I work for him, endorsed. I would, If you want to be equipped in really learning how to incorporate your faith into every part of your life and understand 
the calling that God has on your life. And maybe you're not a CEO, which we highlight a lot of ministries that ministers to CEOs and business owners. This is for for normal people. Oh, not that CEOs aren't normal. I'm just going to get in trouble for that one. This is for everybody. <laughs> this is for everybody. This is for you and me to learn how to be a change agent right where God has is plugged into society. Check it out online to mychangeagentnetwork.com. April from Mulberry, thanks so much for listening to I Work For Him today and for calling in and getting a copy of Change Agent. You will be thrilled when you get to read this book. Oz, when you look at the impact that's being made on members in their workplaces, do you ever get stories of, do you get other stories like mine, where you hear from people that first heard about the idea from either your devotional or from learning about mychangeagentnetwork.com, and they come, they, they contact you a year later and go, this is what the Lord has done in my workplace. You ever got any of those stories? Yeah, I do get stories like that from time to time, and it's it's interesting, you know, how often I run into people who also read the devotional. You know, one time I was in an airport, and I I was it was in the Atlanta airport, and um, I had developed a relationship with the chaplain of the airport, and I just happened to be there one day, and he saw me. He came over and said, you know, this devotional has really helped me since you introduced me the last time we met. And uh, so, you know, we talked for a minute, and then he left, and I turned to the stewardess, and she says, and it's helped me every day, too. <laughs> and there was a, you know, a, not the stewardess, but the ticket agent for the airline. And I, it's amazing how many people I run into that uh, have been impacted by that, and then um, you know, they kind of start with the devotional and then graduate to the Change Agent Network. It's very, very cool. And and, they, and then they start reading one of your 18 books, and there are some phenomenal books. I've only read, I think, five or six of them, but there's some great books out there. It's cool to see, you know, for 20-plus years you've been involved in this faith and work movement, and you've seen it grow and expand. And really, I would say today it's on the verge of exploding. Uh, because it, we're starting to work side by side with churches everywhere in Atlanta, in greater Atlanta. Are you starting to see churches and faith and work ministries start to work together to coordinate their efforts to impact those involved in their in, in their local bodies? We are seeing more and more, uh, you know, major churches starting to embrace. I know that one brother uh, has just impacted a uh, a 10,000-member church. He he was so impressed with what he heard from uh, our brother Doug uh, Spado that he put him on his uh, international television show talking about faith and work, and uh, this pastor was uh, just blown away. It was almost like he'd, he'd never heard such a thing, you know? And it and it's kind of like that for many church leaders. They it's a, it's refreshing for them, and and uh, uh, for those who embrace it, they really see the power that it can free their people up to really become all God created them to be. Oz, as you look, I, I want to pick on just not pick on, pick out one of the courses that you teach on mychangeagentnetwork.com, and it's the Joseph Calling series. And I know this is at the center of your heart. You wrote about that in the. Upside of Adversity, which is a book of yours that I've given away dozens of times. And you also have a new book coming out in May called The Joseph Calling, right? That's exactly right. And uh, we're very excited. I just uh, got a note from the publisher that uh, it'll be shipped to us next week. And uh, I'm very excited. It's been a book uh, for several years in the making. 
I can't wait to read it. I know we're going to talk about the NMA, but what would people expect when they go out to take this Joseph Calling series on MyChangeAgentNetwork.com? What can they expect from that series? Well, it's a course. It really helps people understand, you know, how God often uses adversity in our calls, and, of course, using the biblical character of Joseph as that model, and how God used Joseph through a series of major adversities in his life, uh, 13 years to be precise, uh, that led to an 81-year assignment for him, and uh, how he was raised up to a governmental mountain, as we've talked about one of the seven cultural mountains. He was raised up around the governmental mountain with Pharaoh and to be second in charge. And so what we talk about in that course is the processes that God takes us through. And my book gets more specific and talks about the six stages that God often takes his leaders through, especially the Josephs who often go through major adversity to fulfill their calling. You know, every Christ follower in the world needs to understand the upside of adversity, because our Heavenly Father uses it in all of our lives to take us from who we are to who He can use more effectively, but it's not a pleasant process. I mean, it just isn't a pleasant process, but that's what I love about your, your, what you wrote about in The Upside of Adversity and, the, and Joseph's story and what you're going to write in, in the Joseph Calling book that you're coming out with, but this series to help each one of us to understand it's not like a punishment. It's so that God can use this more effectively. Isn't that what, how God used it in your own life? It absolutely did. It took me through, just like Joseph uh, went through seven years of adversity and, and seven years of prosperity, and uh, or vice versa, seven years of prosperity first, then adversity. But I went through seven years of adversity to the month and uh, had some major losses in my life and got restored with some of those losses uh, in the seventh year. But it was really a time that God reframed my whole life and, and really did a deeper work in my life in areas that needed work. I didn't know it at the time, but uh, the adversities uh, kind of surfaced that. And so, um, you know, it's, I think when you understand God's processes, a lot of times when you go through the major adversities, uh, you don't. You think you're the only one going through it. You think that mm-hmm. well, God's angry at me, or He's judging me, or you know. You think all these things, and many of them are simply not biblical. And so, it's important, I think, that when you come in access with, um, you know, people who have a spiritual understanding of these things, it can really give you uh, kind of something to hold on to when you're going through those difficult seasons. And that, and that's what we've done with the Joseph Calling book. In fact, we set up a website. I don't know if you want to give it out. But Go ahead. Get Do whatever. The first, the first chapter of that free uh, by going to thejosephcalling.com, thejosephcalling.com, and they can go there and actually download the first chapter. And uh, also, uh, Gunnar Olson wrote the foreword of the book. You can also read that. And that's your mentor. Everybody needs a mentor, and Gunnar was your mentor. That's right. He was. You know, Oz, it's amazing how the Lord has used your life. I know it hasn't always been fun, and I know that uh, there'll be days, but I do know that you often get encouragement every day because of the investment you've made in people's lives. 
people like me who were just inspired and my eyes opened up. So I just want to thank you for being willing to be a servant of the Most High God and how you have been obedient and your obedience is being multiplied every day by thousands on this show. And so thank you for your influence. Thank you for being a change agent and for being obedient. And I look forward to the next time we can have dinner together up there in Atlanta. Amen, Jim. And it's a joy to see how God is using you as a change agent yourself through radio and this program that uh, is focused on this topic that we both care so much about. So God bless you for your obedience. Well, thanks for being on I Work for Him today, Oz. Have a great day. Alrighty, bye bye. Make sure you check out online mychangeagentnetwork.com, mychangeagentnetwork.com. And if you haven't gotten a daily devotional, Today God is First, you've got to check that out. Todaygodisfirst.com. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace is my mission field, but ultimately, I work for Him.